Welcome to the Motivate Me to Run podcast, episode 10. This is Coach Alex, and today I want to discuss one key metric I and my clients use to help prevent overtraining. Don't forget, our episodes are referred to as the Motivation Mile, meaning that we want to share with you the motivation you need, encourage you on your way, and provide those critical running tips to help you on your own running journey all in the time it takes to run a mile. We all know that running is a stress on your body. But as we've discussed in prior episodes, I'd encourage you to go back and check out episodes 7 and 8. The goal is to apply appropriate stress to your body and then recover and allowing your body to absorb the training and grow stronger. And then you continue to go through this these microcycles, if you will, where you apply stress and then recover, apply stress and recover. And as you do so, you grow stronger and become a faster runner. Well, what happens if you don't go through that recovery process and you do what honestly a lot of runners do when you go through and you want to run harder each and every day than you ran the day before? Well, you run the risk of overtraining. And how do I define overtraining? Well, here is a quick definition. Training that continues to stress your body without the necessary rest and recovery for your body. In a sum, that is it. However, here's a few more thoughts. This overtraining prevents your body from adapting to the normal training stress and instead results in counterproductive results with your body under constant stress. Stress hormones like cortisol elevated and then the body breaking down from that exerted stress. Over time, this can result in weight gain, slower pace, chronic exhaustion, and ultimately severely damage your health. So if you sit back and look through that, that's that's not something we want. Many of us runners, we, we're wanting to keep our weight managed or maintained. We're wanting to run faster. We want to feel better. And ultimately, we want to be healthier. That is many of the goals that runners have. And if you just heard that, I just went through pretty much the opposite of what overtraining would do to your body. We all want to avoid overtraining. So how do you keep and prevent yourself from overtraining? Well, one way that you can do this is by listening to your body. And the good news is there is a key metric that I use myself for my own training that I encourage my own athletes that I coach. And that is the concept of the resting heart rate. So let's break this down and uh, see if we can understand how the resting heart rate can be that metric that we can use to make sure and help prevent overtraining. First, what is your resting heart rate? Well, the simple answer is your resting heart rate is taken when you are the least stressed. And as you probably already know, is taken right when you wake up 
In fact, I'm even going to go as far as saying optimally before you even sit up in bed and start exerting yourself. You may wonder, seriously, do I do I want to stay in bed laying down? Well, as soon as you start to sit up, as soon as you get out of bed, go to the bathroom or whatever else, your heart rate starts to rise because of that activity. So if you can take your resting heart rate when you are at the most at rest, then that is going to be the most uh, reliable resting heart rate for you to be tracking. So why is your resting heart rate important? Well, as a runner, as your fitness improves, your heart becomes more efficient. We spoke about this in one of the prior episodes that as you start to run, your heart is actually going to grow a little bit and your stroke volume is going to increase. So every time your heart beats, you're going to pump more blood out to your body. So your heart doesn't have to beat as fast to deliver the same amount of blood throughout your body. And with that increased cardiorespiratory fitness comes a lower resting heart rate. You may have noticed this last time you were at the doctor and you heard this comment. Oh, you must be a runner. Why? Because your heart rate is so low. Or if I didn't know you were a runner, we would be very concerned. In some ways, it's actually a badge of honor of being a runner to have your doctor uh, respond when they're taking your heart rate. As you continue to keep track of your resting heart rate, you're going to notice that your resting heart rate can fluctuate. And this can actually be based on numerous factors. First, it can be affected by your diet. I know the night before, if I have gone to the movies with my wife and we had our one bad treat for the week, we went out and got a big, huge bucket of that artificial buttery popcorn with extra salt. The next morning, my resting heart rate is probably going to be a little bit higher. Or after a terrible night of sleep, I can tell that I'm going to be non-rested and likely my resting heart rate will have risen as well. Dehydration can cause a higher resting heart rate because you have less plasma in your blood. And even if you're starting to get sick or you are sick, there's a good likelihood you're going to see a higher resting heart rate. As you can notice, there's a lot of different factors. However, there's another factor as well. After your body has been under a continuous amount of stress, you can see your resting heart rate rise. Maybe if you went out and you had a hard tempo run the day before, maybe your long run uh, was longer even than normal, you could likely see that the next morning your resting heart rate is higher than it normally is. So as time goes on and as you track your resting heart rate, it's going to be important to look at the trends and try to figure out what is affecting your heart rate or your resting heart rate if it rises. So many coaches have looked at the resting heart rate as a good metric to determine how your body is doing. So let's break it down. As we mentioned uh, just a second ago, you want to find what your normal is. My resting heart rate is around 44, but that doesn't mean that yours will be. Each of us have a different resting heart rate that we're going to find. Yours may be lower and it may be even higher. It doesn't matter right now. What matters is that you find your normal. So I would encourage you to start tracking your resting heart rate over time with your chosen method. Well, that gets into the next question, right? How do you track it? 
Well, there's one way that's extremely easy. If you have a smartwatch that you wear as you sleep and it has a wrist heart rate sensor, there's a great likelihood that your app is already tracking your rest and heart rate for you. I can go on to my Garmin Connect app and be able to tell you exactly what it was this morning. I can tell you what it was throughout the week for the last month and even over the last few years. So what's great is going into your Garmin Connect or whatever your smartwatch of choice app would be, you'd be able to see a trend and be able to watch and see when your heart rest and heart rate spikes or when it's constant or maybe even when it dips a little bit as well. But if you don't have a smartwatch, a second way you can do it is by using a journal and a stopwatch so or a phone with seconds. And obviously, when you wake up in the morning, again, try not to sit up in bed and count out your heart rate just by uh, feeling your wrist and checking your rest, your resting heart rate before you get out of bed. And then keep track of that over time. So the goal is to find your normal. And that's, again, going to be by watching over time. It's not going to be something you're going to know your normal from day one. But watch that trend. And then start taking mental notes of what is impacting your heart rate. You're going to have an idea. Oh, I had a terrible diet last night. I went out with my buds. Maybe I went out, we had some drinks or something like that. Uh, Maybe I haven't gotten very good sleep for a couple days. So before we discuss how to analyze your resting heart rate, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Great 8 Virtual Races. Although January is drawing to a close, it's never too late to celebrate and remember your prior year's amazing year of running and also to do something so you don't forget it. And what better way to remember and even show off your miles and your races than with a customized t-shirt. It's our 2018 running tour t-shirt where you share with us your miles and races and we print your shirt. The process is easy. Choose your size and color and submit your order. We will send you a link to a form where you can fill in your miles or kilometers for those that prefer it and up to nine of your races. At that point, you keep running your miles for 2019 and we'll print and ship your shirt for free. You struggled through the pain, the sweat, and the tears to finish those races. So why wouldn't you want to share with the world? Check out great8virtualraces.com. That's great, the number eight, virtualraces.com. And click on 2018 Running Tour t-shirt at the top. Make sure to use coupon code New Year, no spaces, and you'll get a $5 discount on your shirt. Now back to our key point. So as you're going and moving forward, keeping track of your resting heart rate, you're going to get to a point where you know what your normal is. And you're going to get to a day where maybe it was after a hard run, maybe it was a tempo, maybe it's just been, you've been building up miles and you can tell that your body's been getting tired. You're going to realize and see your resting heart rate rise more than about, maybe say about five beats per minute. That's a pretty decent threshold or a good level to be looking for. If it's risen uh, more than that five beats per minute, then that may be a good time for you to sit back and either take a rest day or if you're going to do a run, 
make sure that you're keeping it in a really low zone. Uh, zone one, uh, not even much into zone two. If you're looking at heart rate or if you're talking about your perceived level of effort, a really easy recovery effort. It sounds like, or it could be, that your body is under more stress. So you need to allow your body to get that rest and that recovery so it can continue to absorb the training you've put in already and allow yourself to absorb that training so you're ready to exert that stress again one day soon in the future. But again, even if you look down at your training schedule and you say, wow, I had another tempo run or another speed session today, I would encourage you if that heart resting heart rate is risen, that you be honest with yourself and you try to take that rest day or again, easy recovery day so you can make sure that you're ready to hit it hard again and you prevent yourself from going into overtraining. Remember, your resting heart rate is just a metric. Don't get me wrong, it's a really good one. And like any metric, you could have many reasons for it. But very often as runners, when we look back, we can see the stresses happening. And if we can try to sit back and be honest with ourselves, then we can know, yep, this is probably a good day for a rest and recovery day. Our goal is to see this podcast grow and reach and encourage even more runners. With that, if you have appreciated any of the tips in this episode or any of our prior episodes, I want to ask you a favor. Could you head over to iTunes and leave us a favorable review? This will give us even more access to big name guests, sponsors with amazing giveaways, and more. Leaving a review, especially that favorable review, will get us that much closer towards those goals. And I'll just thank you in advance. We would love to hear from you. I'd encourage you to email me. My email address is alex at motivatemetorun.com. Check us out at our website, motivatemetorun.com. Even find us at Twitter. My handle is motivatemetorun. And not to be repetitive, I encourage you to join our Facebook group titled Nothing Else But Motivate Me to Run to get those extra tips and even more encouragement. Don't forget that being a strong runner means staying healthy. And by that, I don't just mean staying injury-free. It's important to listen to your body and not only keep your musculoskeletal system happy, but your other systems in your body, such as your cardiorespiratory system, your endocrine system, that is your hormones, your aerobic system, etc. Hopefully, you've seen how listening to your resting heart rate can be just one way we can listen to our body and stay healthy, thus allowing us to maximize our training and be ready to hit that next training goal. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and until next time, happy running!